0: Hey, ho, everybody, everybody, get your learn on. Welcome back, skin intellectuals. I am Naomi Alexis, a.k.a. The Skin Chick, a.k.a. The Learning Aesthetician. I mean, how many a.k.a.s can I have, right? I have so many nicknames, like, my name is Alexis. That is my name. That is my birth name. And then professionally, um, if you've been listening, I had to go by Naomi, when I started working at European Wax Center because there was there was already an Alexis there. And so I also worked at Hand in Stone. So they would look for me at Hand in Stone, but can't find me because I was Alexis there. So I switched over professionally to Naomi. And then <laughs> I started working at another spa and people that knew me were looking for Alexis and would be like, who is Naomi? So I started putting it together and going by Naomi Alexis, aka The Skin Chick. But here I am, the head learning esthetician, your fellow skin intellectual, because this is the podcast where we like to learn as estheticians, as um, professionals, as whole beings, as people. As many of you know or have been listening, I talk like I have an audience of a bajillion. Like I have a good audience. So first of all, thank you all for holding it down okay because I've been MIA and I'm not going to do a hey it's me again um a episode I've already did those to death but just know that life's been in. you know it does its thing and let's get into some updates so I am officially a business owner Woo woo. I am the proud owner of um, a storefront, actually two storefronts that are going to be adjoining because with the next store, we're going to put some fun things over there, but mainly the one side is my area and I am like totally excited. We'll have a whole come to Jesus moment when I share how I got here, the struggles with it and um, my ups and downs, and you know the the real story was a true story how my business got started, but right now, I just want to focus on what you need to do to be an operating business owner. I was not ready mentally um or physically. <laughs> Or financially, hallelujah, to be a business owner. But when it is time for you to be pushed out the nest, when the opportunity presents itself, when you have something there and you leap and you take that faith, a cloud will appear underneath your foot, is my belief. So we're going to stay on the positive side. And I don't believe in false positivity, that dangerous positivity, that um, pseudo- Fake it till you make it happiness. That's not me. Like, if I'm upset, I'm upset. I'm going to feel it, but I'm not going to let it take me under. Like, honor your feelings. So, anyhow, I digress. Back to being a business owner. So, I wasn't ready, like I said. So, I am um, getting ready. I am in the midst of, at the same time, running the store, running the studio, as well as working in it. I work in it, for it, and on it. So I work in it as the esthetician, I work for it as far as all the admin work and things like that, and I work on it as far as trying to grow the business as the owner, and I work for it because I had to take a job to help manage, um, you know, the funds that you need. I call my job my investors into my business. So I have investors that I go work for and get paid for every two weeks, so I just want to encourage you, if you are a business owner, if you started your business, and for me, I'm starting my business on a very much shoestring budget. God bless my parents. They had a credit card that was open, um, and it was $5,000. I had that. I maxed out my credit cards. And this is just the honest to God truth. I'm all about being honest and transparent. I cannot not be... Okay, that was a double negative. But I cannot pass up the opportunity to be transparent ever because it comes and bites me in the butt later when I'm not. So... Transparent, honesty, up front, there it is. I'm broke, y'all. I am currently broke on my way to a million. That's what I like to say. You know, people say, don't say you're broke. It's what it is. I am broke. Right now, I'm broke financially. I am broke. My spirits were a little bit broken, too. But you know what? We are on our way to a million. We're on our way to that bright, happy future. So I am starting my business on a very much shoestring budget. I um, maxed out my credit cards used my Klarna up, used afterpay. Um, I used a loan service called Giggle with the highest interest rate in the world. I did what I had to do to get in there. And so I had to start with the necessities. So if you are opening a business, and this is just a catch up episode and just me sharing 10 things that I think you need to focus on when opening a business. Get your necessities. That's the all before all. The necessities, your basics, and I'll do an episode where I, where I share what your necessities are, like literally the basics, is I didn't even have a towel warmer, okay? You want to know what I use for a towel warmer? Instead of having a towel warmer because I was not in a place to purchase one, I used a Crock-Pot, okay? I went back to my humble beginnings when I first ever started aesthetics in my homegirl's hair salon in her window Um, doing facials. I had a Crock-Pot. I busted my Crock-Pot out, back out. I already knew to make an investment in the table way back when so I can always have it ready. So I already have my um, my aesthetics table ready to go. So get your necessities. Step number one is my get your necessities. And these are in no order at all, honestly. This is just what I had to do. So I went head first into my business to get started. And now what I'm doing is kind of backtracking to make sure I've crossed all my I's and dotted all my T's. So... Get your necessities and go ahead and get your business started. Let me encourage you to don't be discouraged because you don't have the amount of money you wanted. You don't have all the fancy machines and tools and products. Get the necessities. I started out, I'm starting my business out on the smallest. I don't even have back bar, like size products. I bought the smallest option of the products that I could get. So in my cleansers, in the moisturizers, I bought the smallest option I can get so I can have variety and I also opted to get something that would transcend over multiple skin types. So get your necessities and go ahead and get started. Don't let it hold you back. There's nothing to it, but to do it, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard, and yes, sometimes it sucks. Some days you're going to not be as productive as you want to be. Some days you're going to feel like you want to stay in the bed, and I'm sorry. I'm not talking to those the people that are always in good moods, always uh, ready to be busy, or never de- felt defeated. That's not who I'm talking to because that's not where I come from as a person. I have days I feel defeated. I have days where I'm sad, and also is no... No shame to my mental health status, I've already shared it here on this podcast, is that I struggle with different mental health diagnoses that sometimes slow up my productivity, slow up my, I guess, positive thinking, change my attitude, and it's not always easy for me at all. Right now, I'm probably going through one of the hardest periods in my life. I think I've had three very hard periods in my life or spaces or phases, and this has to take the ranking of number one right now, because I'm trying to maintain home life. I'm trying to maintain some type of, here, have a little bit of pleasure because you can't just keep working and spending your money everywhere. Some type of still contacting, um, I'm still in weddings for my friends, still wanting to bring stuff into the business and not be behind. So I am coming through, going through, coming through. Let's say coming through. I'm going to say coming through. Coming through sounds more like we're almost there. I'm coming through one of the hardest, darkest periods of my life. And you know what? I just decided, even though this is hard, I'm going to be thankful and forever grateful because I can learn something here and I can share it to somebody else and maybe some character building. And I'm not saying I feel this way every day. Some days I'm like, F this stuff. I don't care. I don't want to do this. I'm going back to corporate. But then I weigh my options like, girl, you don't want to go back to corporate. You love aesthetics. It's hard right now. Push through. Come through so that you could get to the other side. You're going to have an um a moment of reprise, reprieve, or breath, or fresh air. I'm going to get there. It's just hard right now. So let me encourage you that if you are starting off a business, if you're nervous to start your business, if you are in a place where it only makes sense now to go ahead and start your aesthetics business and financially you can't really wrap your dollar around it, you can go ahead and get your necessities and start on a shoestring budget. Let me tell you, it's not easy. It's not the way I preferred, but it is doable and I am getting it done. So here are my 10 things to check when starting your business. Um, and or not even just check like to just you know pay attention to number one, create a business plan. I had a business plan, but I did my business plan because I needed to do it just to like for a program I was in, so I didn't really pay much attention to my business plan. I just did it and was like, okay, it's done.' But when I went back to really look at my business plan and I need to give it to the different grants and loans and investors that I'm trying to reach out to, um, because I'm not one of those girls that wants to say, oh, I did it 100% on my own, self-funded, no loans, no this, tough. loan me, grants me, invest me. That's not the story. I don't want that struggle story. Don't get don't get wrapped up in some of these esthetician struggle stories, thinking that's the only way that you can get it. We are going to have our own different struggle story. You don't have to if you don't have to struggle, don't let yourself struggle. That's not the only way to get what you want or to appreciate what you have. Is to struggle. So don't let people get wrapped up like you have to struggle to have it. Yes, we're going to have some uncomfortable moments, some sacrifices, and opportunities to struggle. So don't go adopting other people's struggle story. Back to the business plan, have your business plan, a real business plan, one that is actually the blueprint to your business it it lays out your fixed costs, your needs, your budget, all of that your operation um uh, it gives your your um your um, clientele, your ideal clientele, it also highlights your competition. This puts you ahead of the game for marketing, for knowing what you need to do, for knowing the packages that you need to um, create, for knowing where you can get in and fit in that works for your brand. So build a business plan that you're actually going to pay, pay attention to. That was my mistake. I didn't pay any attention to my business plan. I really went into fight or flight mode. And just went into my business like, get this, get this, get this, get this, and did not revisit my business plan. And I bought stuff that I didn't need to or I could have held off on. I did some things backwards. And I just kind of just like knee-jerked. I didn't take time to think. And if I would have just ran over my business plan, it would have gave me that little bit of cushion time to really sit over and think and understand my plan, understand my clients, understand where I want to go, understand the long-term and the short-term goals, and really understand how much money I need or have and need to work towards. Um, so that's one thing that I would say, make sure you have your business plan. And you heard me say your fixed cost list. Number two, your budget, your fixed cost, the money. Make sure your money is good. Go ahead and get your square account, your clover, your Gloss Genius, whoever you're checking out through, learn and understand their systems. Understand how the, um, your money is going to go into your account. Go ahead and get your business banking accounts. Get that money out your personal account, sis, bro. Go ahead and get it out and you have different accounts. This is for long-term prosperity on your end. And then just so things don't get messy, I had to go back through about three years worth of banking statements because I did not do this. And that was my bad. That was just my own laziness. So make sure the money is straight. Get you a good accountant. Watch some accounting videos on YouTube. Um, Understand the money a bit more. Understand your taxes. Sign up for your taxes Um, and all that there. So, yes. And know how much you need, how much is going to be going out monthly. What costs are going to be every month for you? Do you have to pay a hosting fee? Do you have to pay rent? Do you have to pay? Um, I don't know. I said I already said hosting fee or domain fee, a website fee. I don't know an influencer fee. So what monthly fees do you have? Make sure the money makes sense. So you know what you're working towards and what you probably need more of. Number three email list and your sms text list so email list text list golden they're your ways to reach out to if all else fails like say if facebook goes down if which happens sometimes facebook is just not working for a day or if instagram goes down how else art thou going to contact thy clients okay are you going to be able to email them and text though Yes, you should be able to do that, as well as send them stuff in the mail. People love to get stuff in the mail. If you send, like, a nice little sheet mask in the mail with a, hey, we're thinking about you card, people like, it's a scientific proven study that people like getting packages and things like that. So, and we all know sheet masks don't cost us too much. So, go on and do that. Email list, mailing list, text list. Great things to go ahead and make sure you have while starting your business. And these are things that I'm going to go back through and get myself. Also, where are you getting these emails lists? These 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 people for your email list and your text list and your um, mailing list. Nine times out of ten, you'll get your mailing list, folks. From, you know, your consent forms when people come in. Same as with your emails and texts. But there's things you can sign up for. Get op- Do opt-in things so people can sign up for your email list. Like nine tips for acne scars. They give you your email, you give them the tips, they are now in your system. I think I like text for more of my clients and email for more of my guests. There's a difference between my guests and my clients. So we'll go into a different episode. We'll do that at a different episode. Number four, I think I'm on four. I hope I'm on four. Your brand's vibe. What's going to be your font? What's the voice? What's the logo? What's the tone? What's the colors? What's the, what's it what's, what's the, what's the, what are we going to feel? What's your brand's vibe? What's your business's vibe? And make that consistent inside of the salon, as well as you outside of the salon, as well as your social media and your website. Everything should be cohesive so that when you see that, you're like, oh, charm. That's my business. Oh, charm. Yeah. That looks familiar. You know, we know the Golden Arches from a mile away. That's a phenomenal branding. It's consistent. It's always there. It's been there. It stood the test of time. So, yep. Make sure your brand's vibe is all together, cohesive, and it speaks to who you are. And don't try to put out a brand. I know there was that one place, one time in the world where we all wanted to be like super professional. And professional is always good, but there became the stigma that certain things weren't professional. If you like to call, say, hey, girl, to your clients, then you say, hey, girl, to your clients. That's your vibe. So let your vibe be, for, be professional, but let it be authentic to who you are or authentic from who you are. Um, number five, make sure you have your business insurance and your liability insurance. And I cannot wait to bust down into another episode about business insurance because, honey, I've learned so much. Um, I'm right now in the midst of picking my own insurance. I am going between Geico and a private writer for my insurance. Um, and we are going to actually have that meeting with them tomorrow. He's coming out and he's going to look at the space and we're gonna talk a little bit more. But make sure your insurance is together. Now I did not open my business with business insurance. I rode off the coattails of my liability because I made it more me based. Like yeah, I work here in my, my, my um, skin studio called Charm, but I'm Alexis. I'm your esthetician. Focus on me because I had liability insurance, but I did not want to play that game. You know, long term, anybody can walk outside and trip or something and want to blame the business. And I, we wouldn't have had no covering, but I wrote off the coattails on my liability insurance until I was able to go ahead and afford my business assurance. And please try to get your business assurance as soon as possible because I would hate for something to happen to your businesses and you're not insured and protected. Um, Your business menu is the next thing. Is your business menu cohesive? Is it inviting? Does it make sense? Does it cover everything? Is it confusing? Is it simple? Is it highlighting the services you want to do? So I'm going back over. This was my first time, and I was excited at creating a business menu that was mine. Granted, I've already, you know, made facials at the different spas I worked at and redid their menus and had them out there. But now I got to create my own. And so make sure your business menu highlights the Things you want to do, how you want to do it. It makes sense. The pricing makes sense. Don't just decide, decide hey, this is a facial for $500. Well, why is this facial $500? Like, what's in this facial? So make it make sense when you are coming up with your um, menu. And that's important because that's going to be what be what that's going to be um, the drawing factor for your clients as well. Customer experience is my next tip, and this is number seven. Your customer experience is going to be so important, and the customer experience starts from the moment they hear about your brand. So are they hearing about it from a friend, a colleague, an influencer, a you, your website? Wherever they start to hear about your brand from the moment they reach out to find out more about you, where are they going to find more about you? Are they going to your YouTube? Are they going to your Instagram? Are they going to your website's homepage? Where else do they get more information about you? Boom, next, how are we going to connect with them? How do they connect with you to get them more? Do you have a way to connect with people beyond servicing them? Like, how are they going to connect with you? How are they going to engage? And then what is your point A to point B? When they do make your appointment, what's that experience? When they come in, what's that experience? When you leave, when they leave, what's that experience? Your follow-up, what's that experience? You want to make sure you have a really, really good customer experience. And guys, these tips is something I'm doing right now, reviewing myself. So I wrote down everything I need to do to make sure that my business was together for like a review And I'm going to go through each of these steps I'm giving you and check it against my business myself. Number eight, wish list. Write down everything. Now, there's there's two things. Write down a list of people you want to service, a list of um, services you want to offer, the list of machines and tools you want, and things that you just want in the shop, in your shop. Those are some of the wish lists I have because it feels good. You remember getting that big Toys R Us um, toy book and you would circle what you wanted in there and give it to your parents. I do that now with the U-Line books. When the U-Line books come in, those are my Toys R Us books. (laughs) They're so big. It's so fun. I love office supplies for no reason. So I love it. But I can't afford everything that I want right now. But it feels good to write it down like, oh, I want this. Because in my mind, I'm writing it down. And I'm also saying to myself, eventually, I'm going to scratch this off the list. I'm going to get this done. So go ahead and write down your wish list. You know? Tell them wish, wish. All right. Anyhow. Your policies and consent forms, make sure your policies... Now, we are in this new age where these policies is getting crazy, okay? Like, I know I was going to get my hair done, and the policies were so long that I just didn't even want the appointment anymore. And I understand being to the T, and we need to write everything out just to cover cover ourselves because, you know, clients are getting cray-cray. But it was just so much, and it was in bright colors, and caps up here and this down here and there was no indentation for the paragraphs and it was just too much so make sure your policies are clear and concise and precise but don't be overwhelming and don't nitpick um make sure you have the proper indication to break up the paragraphs so it's easy to read on your website and even maybe create a policy video you know we are in very much a video world so Those are good things. And making sure you have your consent forms, too. You can do consent forms um, on paper. You can do them via job form, Google Forms, um, SurveyMonkey, however you decide to do it. I currently take a paper um, consent form from first-time clients, and then I go ahead and scan it into the computer and call it a day i have since decided to go ahead and start to transition to jot form where the client can come in scan a qr code for whichever consent form they need fill it out on their phones and now it goes to our email i really did and do still like paper forms but it was just getting too hard right now I'm trying to make sure i always had to print it <laughs> so i just took that step out for me to made it more convenient Um, websites, booking blog. So make sure your website, like I already said, is good because that's part of your customer experience. Make sure you have a website. Um, we currently just have a booking system because I had an issue with Shopify and they shut down our store because we took a break, but they also like totally just deleted the whole theme that we had and it took a really really long time for me to build that website because shopify is not easy it's not like wix it's not click and play in my opinion it definitely has its um, pros and its processes that are streamlined to make things easier on other sides but when it comes down to design and it was not simple Mm -mm, no sorry shopify love you but you're a little bit complicated so i have to build back up the unction (laughs) to redo the whole website because I do feel there is a bonus and a benefit of having a website that's not just your booking system um as well as introducing and integrating a blog or vlog like situation into your website because you can elaborate on these um these new products that you could say that you have coming out where somebody can read more and then now you can seo that and have that floating around in the internet so that maybe somebody types in i don't know cleanser and you have a blog post on this specific cleanser takes it to the website now boom they are now part of your customer experience and your google business account make sure you get that together um you do have to verify your business on Google after you set it up. They also give you some um credit for ads. I have not started our credits for ads yet because I am in the midst right now of trying to get the shop where I want it um, for phase two. So I'm in phase one, which I consider our soft opening, where is get in there and get that money because you don't got no other option right now. And then phase two, I want to have our hard opening where I have secured loans and grants and investors. Um, I am now revenueing a certain amount of money and I was able to do all the updates that I wanted into the shop and we are doing a hard opening. That's when I'll enter into phase two. Don't know why I started talking about that. I digressed. Let's go back to your Google business account. Oh, that's why. And after I get out of phase two, that's when I want to have the ads, um, because right now, I really want to gear my money and things like that towards building those clients that are don't mind coming in with me and, you know, are really there for the service and they're going to be people that are town criers and share the share the words. Right now, I want to do everything as cost-efficient as possible. So any type of free marketing and things like that, that's what I'm doing right now. But you do have the option to go ahead and run ads on Google um, through your Google business account. They'll also want you to verify your business. They'll send a letter to the brick and mortar location um, and with a code in it, and you'll have to do that and verify it. So those are just 10 things that I think you should go ahead and review when you are opening your business. And even if you already have your business open, this is still a good list to go ahead and just review and just make sure those things are solid, updated, and still working effectively within your business. So let's revisit this list really quickly, okay? Have a good business plan, a good working business plan, a fixed cost list, your email list, SMS list, and mailing list, your brand vibe, business insurance and liability insurance, business menu, customer experience, your wish list, (laughs) tell them wish, wish, your policies and consent forms, your website, booking site, and blog, and your Google business account. Those are all things to go ahead to check. Um, and the, the fixed cost, don't forget that's checking the money all the way around your accounting, your, um, money in and out, how you're taking your taxes out. Don't mess up the church's money. Okay. So thank you guys for so much for listening. Welcome back to the learning estheticians. If you want to follow me, I am on Instagram as the skin chick. Um, rated Lex underscore the skin chick. You can also find me on YouTube guys. This is new. I have started a YouTube channel. Um, and I, I've been consistent over there. I challenged myself to be consistent for a month. I did it right now. I'm currently running out of content. (laughs) So it's time to reboot. I masked, I bulk created, I used it all up. Now it's time to bulk create again, but I was really proud of that consistency. Before I came back to the podcast, I said I must go ahead and post on my YouTube consistently, and then I'll graduate to picking the podcast back up, which I did. So, go ahead. I am the Balance SD on um, YouTube. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. Allergies is on 10. Um, I am the Balance Estee on YouTube, and it's really just focusing on... Not just myself as an esthetician, but the all around woman that is the esthetician because compartmentalizing and focusing on just certain areas of your life weakens the other areas. It's like always going to the gym and only doing arms while your legs are going to be weak. So you must focus on the total being, the total person, the total body. And that's one thing I decided that I'm going to start doing more. Is not just focusing on me as an esthetician, but focusing on me as the woman that is the esthetician and everything that builds up to that person. So that's what that is all about. That's also the direction the podcast is more so going to be going in. But next week, we are going to be starting our business plan series. So get your notebooks out. And every, every, every episode, we're going to be breaking down a part of the business plan that you need and that you can review if you already have a business plan. And let's get to it. Okay, guys. So I've already held this on long enough. Thank you so much for listening. And everybody, everybody, get your learn on.